Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today, it's my honor to introduce you to Lisa Adams. Lisa's calling is helping women create healthier, more fulfilled lives filled with magic and mysticism. She uses a blend of ritual, intuitive spiritual counseling, energy healing, and readings to guide women along their personal healing journeys to a deeper connection to the goddess within. Lisa believes that a woman's relationship to her inner goddess, teaching and leading others, and facilitating rituals of healing, connection, and transformation. Welcome, Lisa. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so happy to be here today. I am super stoked to have you here as well. I love that we've had the opportunity to get to know each other a little bit before the call, and we've been traveling in similar circles online, and it's just an honor to have you here. And I'd love for you to just begin by letting us know about a, a significant transformation that you've experienced that can be uh, supportive to our listeners and, and, and you to be able to share with all transparency and love and light. I feel I've actually been in transition and transformation um, for the last few years, but in, in the last year in particular, there's been a number of big transitions that have happened that I believe all have to do with being more assertive and setting healthy boundaries. And oh, as yes, yeah, as I've gone along, I found that all of these different instances have helped me to get a lot more clear about what I want and do not want in my life, in my relationships, in my work environment, and and so on. Because it's, it's really affected every area of my life. <laughs> right on. Um, and so the biggest part of that is that um, this, this past October, I was in a toxic work environment. I'd been working in a medical spa for, for only six months. I, you know, I've been a massage therapist and esthetician for, for many years. The, the owner and the manager were, were not very nice people, and they were really treating me um, like, I don't know, if you remember how high school could get, and there were cliques in high school, and, you know, girls would be catty, and they would kind of ignore you or say mean things, and it was, um, it was very much that sort of experience for me working in that environment. And eventually, things kind of came to a head, and I just finally, I had had it. Enough was enough. It was creating a lot of stress. It was a difficult environment to create this healing container for my clients. Sure. And I was stressed out. I wasn't sleeping very well and so on. And things finally kind of came to a head and I, I called them out on it and, you know, just, I, and I walked out and I, that was it. And so from then on, I've been doing um, my own thing full time, whereas before I was just a part-time entrepreneur. So that's been a big challenge. Mm, but congratulations 
Thank for you. dropping it down and saying enough is enough. This is not how I'm going to be treated and move for, forward in my life. I, I just, bravo, because so many of us don't realize that we have permission to do that and to say enough is enough and, and this doesn't serve me well and it doesn't serve my clients here well and I'm done. It also made me confront my fear around how am I going to earn an income and be supported? Yeah. Um, because, um, you know, I, I don't have a partner. It's just me and I'm making it on my own. Confronting that fear was really empowering because I kind of, I knew I was doing the right thing. And so I, I made the decision to allow the universe to provide for me. <laughs> I would be open to receiving that. So that was also a big shift in the way that I think and in the way that I do things. A powerful, incredibly beautiful shift that many don't ever learn. And that you had the courage to, to do that in, in that knowing way that you will be provided for, that this that, the, that you will do what you need to do and then you will trust the process. Um, and, and it has been a lot of trust, letting go and breathing deep along the way. <laughs> sure, sure. I, oh, I remember when I left my corporate career, it's been a little over eight years ago now, it was the hardest, scariest thing I'd ever done because, wow, really? That was all I'd ever known is, is that that lifestyle and, and the paycheck and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now I can say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for having the, the courage to trust. And here we are. And so congratulations to you. And, and I'm excited for you and everything that you're going to be bringing forward now that you've made that choice and that everything you're allowing yourself to receive. Thank you. Mm. It, it is wonderful because there, you know, there are some things that, that are really wonderful, um, sort of out of the blue kinds of things that have happened. And then there's other just really definite signs that I can feel deep within myself that have that confirmed that definitely I'm I'm on the right path. I'm I'm doing what's right for myself and in so doing it's the in the highest good for all. Right. So yes. Mm. So tell us how you relate to your body, sexuality, and power? Well, you know, again, that's been a big awakening in the last, I would say, four and a half years or so. Um, I had been married prior to that for 11 years. And, well, he was, a, he was a very good man. We had a lot of issues in the relationship that spilled over heavily into our, our love life and our our sex and the time that we tried to come together to connect was very stressful and it just was not working for us. It was causing us both a lot of pain. Oh. And here I was at that time that things ended. I, I literally left him and moved out on my 41st birthday. And since then I've, that had a bit of a reawakening, and I now understand what they say when they say that a woman in her 40s is in her sexual prime. Right. So I've had the opportunity to 
explore my own sexuality. And I've had a few relationships and one in particular where um, I've, I've been able to experience a lot of pleasure and more connection, um, intimate connection, um, that has really helped me to grow in ways that I, I never thought that I would or that I think that I had hoped to. And, and it also helped me to understand that there is so much of this infinite divine nature within us that we can connect to through through sex and sensuality even if it's you know within ourselves and not necessarily with a partner when when we achieve orgasm we have the opportunity to connect with the divine within ourselves and we have the opportunity to send out ripples of love and intention to help create better lives right i just it's so exciting because i feel in in many ways that i'm really just beginning to understand and explore this vastness of of this of, and the potential of connecting through sexuality and with my body mm. um, and i've grown to appreciate my body more and to love it because it is so strong and healthy and beautiful and it brings me immense pleasure it serves me well it helps me to do the work that i do in serving and helping and healing others um and i just i have to always give thanks for it and to check myself that i'm i'm talking in loving ways to it at all right times. yeah well it's yeah. so it's so important because so many women have have grown up in an environment where they've either you know mirrored somebody else um, maybe a parent or you know somebody in their life where they didn't have that body consciousness and they didn't have that self respect and and that self love for their beautiful bodies no matter what shape or size or you know no matter what and and to be able to give thanks and and remember and be kind is well, huge you know and of course we're all aware of the role that the media plays in telling us we have to be perfect and right and that you know that's just not ever going to happen <laughs> uh, but um i'll tell you one one way that i sort of changed um you know took a real um initiative to change my relationship to my body and to assert um an intention for a healthy sex life and healthy sexuality was as soon as I had moved out from the home I shared with my former husband, you know, I had taken the bedroom suit because I had bought it myself and I took it. And when, when I got to, to my new home, I got rid of all of the old bedding yeah, um, and replaced it. And then I also re-consecrated, I consecrated my bed with the intentions that it would be a place of love and a place of connection and intimacy of orgasm and of healthy relationships that it wasn't going to be the way that it had been with my marriage and every once in a while i reaffirm that intention and i re-consecrate it also mm, super smart 
clearing that energy and setting new intentions and the the mindfulness. I you uh, you are so courageous. You are so in the way that you have paid attention and understood what you needed to let go of. And as painful as it can be, as scary as it can be, that to be moving forward into that unknown. And then here you are knowing that you've made the best possible choices you can for the next chapter of your life. And the knowing is, is where that inner wisdom comes in and where the divine, you know, speaks to us or speaks within us. Um, and for me, it is very much a feeling and a knowing type of energy. So tell us about some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals. I know you have a ton, but let's stick to like your top five. <laughs> okay. And I do, I have so many. Probably the cornerstone of everything I do is I have um, a morning ritual and I call it front loading my day. So it starts with meditation um, and drinking a full glass of water. I do affirmations. I do an astrology check-in. I do um, a daily reading every morning, usually some form of exercise or movement. And I make sure to tap into the things that inspire me and that lift me up. And I start my day that way so that I can carry that forward through the rest of the day to be more present and to come from my highest self in all that I do. So that's probably the biggest thing. I'll tell you what I plan to do for the full moon. Each day when I go to brush my hair, I that hair that kind of falls out, you know, in your brush or, or what have you, I grab a hold of that and I kind of save it up. Um, and then even when I cut my nails, I'll set the clippings aside and I'll sort of make a little offering of those things. And sometimes, depending on what's going on, I might even capture some menstrual blood to put with all of that. And then I will go out into nature and I will bury those things in the earth as an offering of gratitude and also just to ask to continue to be loved, provided for, watched over, etc. And mm. that's a I consider that to be an incredibly sacred personal offering because you know Shan everything that we have comes from the earth and there's nothing that we cannot offer her that she she didn't already have or that didn't come from her to begin with right. so all I really have are those very personal effects that I can offer that's so beautiful but that that one's a, a big one for me too mm -hmm. <sighs> you know I'm not sure what else because I have so many but um <laughs> Well, you have um, you have a high heart and a low heart meditation, and I'd love to learn more about that. And and depending on if you're led to do, you know, to share something like that with us, which is okay if you if you aren't, but um, um, but at least tell us about it. I would love to, and I do teach workshops on the high heart, low heart meditation, and as a means to be more empowered and to spread love out into the world so it starts as any meditation would with you know closing your eyes breathing deep and be being centered and just getting in touch with yourself 
And then I put one hand, usually my right hand, over my heart and my lower hand in my low abdomen, just above sort of my pubic bone area. Mm -hmm. What I believe is that we have two hearts, especially as women. So the high heart would be the heart that we always think of where we, we have love and the heart that pumps the blood through our bodies, where our low heart is made up of all of our feminine organs. So that includes the vulva, the vagina, the uterus, you know, the ovaries. It's, it's kind of that whole system there because this is a place where we give and receive love as well, whether it's through an act of sexuality or even through um, conception and birth. And so connecting the high heart and the low heart gives us the opportunity to love ourselves better and to honor the connections we have with others. So the way that it works is start by connecting with the high heart and really tapping into the love and gratitude there for everything in my life. It's our relationships. It's, it's our personal luxuries and comforts. It's, um, it's mostly that love and relationships for me, but I'll think of the earth and I'll think of, you know, just everything that I'm, I'm grateful for my, my cat, (laughs) (laughs) right? The, the fact that I can flip a switch on the wall and that electricity turns something on, you know, that's, that's a miracle. So many people in this world do not have that miracle. Right. So I, I get first get in touch with that. And then once I've gotten in touch with, with those feelings and I'm getting kind of high off of it, then I'll send some of that gratitude and love down into my low heart area from my high heart. And I'll establish a channel of sending love and gratitude. And, you know, because we get to experience so much pleasure and this creation that occurs within our low heart we can fill that area up as well and we can tap into that and experience the same kinds of love and gratitude there though i will say it's a little different it feels a little bit more kind of exciting and the sort of i don't know i i describe it as juicy or electric electric Um, yeah yeah um when we have the love that comes from our low heart So a lot of times I'll guide people in the workshop, I'll guide women to send love from the low heart back through the ancestral line to, you know, mothers, grandmothers, and so on to, and of course to fathers, grandfathers as well. And also to, to children, if they've birthed children and then to, to cultivate that love and send it out to others, maybe past lovers, future lovers, something like that. And then to send some of that love in turn back up to the high heart and create another channel. So where it's kind of a figure eight that's flowing from the high heart to low heart and back up again from the low heart to the high heart. Mm, That's so beautiful. Thank you. And then, you know, when we are tapped into those places of love and gratitude, that can send ripples out in and amongst our relationships and our world. And I've seen it start to heal relationships in my life and the lives of others. And then the interesting side effect that happens 
especially if I'm really practicing this on a regular basis, is to watch the way that other people respond to me. Um, and, and men in particular, they, they seem to just pay more attention or to be um, very drawn in. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been interesting too. So you have to be really careful with your intentions in sen- sending out that energy. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing. I, I think that's such a, a beautiful, beautiful meditation and you've shared it brilliantly so that anybody listening can, can practice on their own, which is great. How else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? I've always been fiercely independent. Of course, um, as a child, it was stubbornness. As a teenager, it was rebellion. <laughs> and so um, as, as a woman or a sovereign goddess now, it's that I'm independent. But um, I'm fiercely, fiercely devoted to self-growth and also to self-care. Um, and I believe the two go hand in hand because, you know, if I take care of myself, I have the health and the energy to serve others and I'm not distracted by, by, you know, whatever in order that I can really look at myself and look at the things that are happening in my life so that I can make improvements and so that I can learn and grow at all times. And from every encounter and every situation. And do you find through every encounter and situation that you are gentle with yourself through some of the more difficult lessons that might pop up for you? I have grown to be more gentle. And, you know, I think we all have different inner voices that that we listen to. Um, and of course, one is that deep knowing that is intuitive and divine. And then I have one that's um, I call negative Nancy, and she likes to nitpick and get you know get down on me and tell me why something won't work or you know what's wrong with everything. Um, I've learned to be you know at first I kind of took the tact that I would tell her to kind of just shut up and leave me alone. But that didn't seem to work so well. So I've learned to just kind of be like, okay, well, you know, thank you, peanut gallery or negative Nancy. Um, you know, I'm going to move on now, or this is what I choose to think or feel instead. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I have that, but I've learned that if I'm more gentle with her, then she's not trying to scream so loud in my right. ear. Um, you know, and then occasionally inner whiny bitch shows up as well. Um, she, she's, she's kind of meek because she's kind of whiny and meek. She doesn't show up too much and I'm sure I've got other ones, but it seems to me that during some of the most difficult challenges I've had have been the best opportunities to be more loving towards myself. Yeah, I, I agree. I have the similar experience and an entire board of directors that like to talk to talk to me about things but but I love knowing that that you are really cultivating that gentleness and that, that's key for all of us for all of us who might just be learning about these inner critics and these gremlins and these these ones inside of us or these ones outside of us and I, I often will say whose voice is that oh, yeah. <laughs> who's 
where is that originating from? Because I, and, and that just makes it more that you infuse that curiosity and then, oh, well, thank you for looking out for me, but I've got this, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, whatever that might be. So, so I'd love to know, uh, what's next for you because you've got so many things cooking and would love to share all of the, all of those different wonderful treats that are on the horizon. Thank you. I do have a lot going on. Um, you know, there's this term, uh, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and that describes me to a T because there's so many things that I'm passionate about and that I do, and I don't want to pigeonhole myself into one thing over anything else. Coming up, I have some classes I'm teaching on healing, energy healing and Reiki. With each of these classes, I take a very hands-on approach as a mentor to each individual that comes uh, through my classes. And I keep the classes small so we can all talk and share a great deal um, with our experiences. And so that that way, if something comes up or if they're, you know, they're unclear on, um, on what's happening or they need some guidance, I could be really present to help to help them address that in a very individual sense because it might be a little bit different for each person. So I have um, some classes coming up and that tends to be ongoing, something that I do on a pretty regular basis, like once a quarter or so. And I teach all the different levels of, of Reiki and, um, and I don't teach it as a real traditional Reiki style, but I, I teach it as more like energy healing. So that's going on. Also, we're on day 28 of the 40-Day Meditation Challenge. So it's something I'm leading on Facebook. I set up a group there, and we've got, I think at this point, we're up to 119 members, people who want to engage in a regular meditation practice, meaning daily practice, um, in which case I give them some guidance and some helpful uh, hints and tips on how to do that so that at the end of the 40 days, they've established their practice and they can take it forward with them into daily life. So that's going on. And then the big thing I'm getting especially excited about is that um, my best friend, Mina Habibi, and I are planning something called Invoking Shakti. Mm. So we're doing a weekend women's retreat in autumn um, here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, where we're going to be leading women through this sort of transformation type process, getting in touch with their inner goddess through movement and meditation and ritual and readings and all the things that, that I do. But also, Nina is a photographer and she does goddess photo shoots and boudoir photography. So not only will each of these women get to experience all this exciting sort of goddess energy, they're going to have the opportunity to have it captured as Mina takes photos of them. And, you know, we kind of help them get really kind of prettied up or embody the type of goddess energy that they want to. And then they get to take, um, you know, they get images from the photo shoot as well. Mm, that sounds divine. Yeah, it's really exciting. And we've got a wonderful caterer coming who's going to be making the most kind of healthy, supportive foods available um, throughout the weekend. And it's going to be at this really amazing, huge, beautiful kind of rustic um, cabin kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's going to be just so much fun and so beautiful and grounding and inspiring. 
All mm, good for you. That sounds great. And we'll make sure that when you have details that we add that back to the website so that people can come back and get more information from you. Thank you. Just delightful. Yes, we're in the midst of um, building a website for that. And then also, I am almost finished building my own website. You know, as a result of the transformation that I've undergone in the last year, I knew I needed to kind of um, really just put myself out there as who and what I am as a priestess and, um, and as, you know, so steeped in women's um, and goddess spirituality. So I've, I went back and I decided to recreate a website that reflects that for me. So that should be done sometime in February. You actually have a, a free gift, a very generous free gift that you're going to be sharing today. Tell us about that. Well, I love to connect with people. And so um, for anyone who's interested, if they would like a free 15-minute mini reading I am offering that, so that would include me pulling a card or maybe a couple of cards from the, the various decks. I have over 15 different decks that I use. And then along with the reading, there's always some coaching involved because what I find is that people are, are looking for ways to tap into that power within themselves to know how to act on the information that they get. Mm. And I love, love, love doing that. And you'd be surprised how much information and clarity can come from one little 15-minute session. Oh, I'm sure of it. Absolutely. Uh, count me in. I'll be emailing you. <laughs> <laughs> so how best can our listeners and readers contact you right now? So the two best ways are either through email and my email address is goddess, H-P-S for high priestess, so H-P-S, goddess, H-P-S, at gmail.com or through Facebook. So it would be on Facebook backslash goddess powered. Okay, okay. Yeah. so it's, so it's mm -hmm. facebook.com forward slash mm -hmm. Goddess powered. Goddess yeah. powered. Yes. Great. That's it. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. Oh, no problem. Just want to make sure that, that listeners know if they if they're on Facebook, they can easily search Goddess Powered and, and find your group. And then they can also email you at goddesshps at gmail.com. Lisa, it has been so awesome having you join us today. I just can't express how much I enjoy your energy and your story. And just thank you so much. Oh, well, Shan, thank you. I swear I could just talk to you all day long about all of this stuff. And, you know, we'd never run out of things to say, would we? I agree. Well, I'm, I'm certain that we will speak again real soon. And thank you again so much. Okay. Well, thank you. You're, you're so welcome. And thank you for all the work that you do. Thanks for listening. Visit TransformationGoddess.com to claim my five-part audio series to help you awaken the goddess within.